Hey there. Welcome to another, another episode of Insights with Latrice. You're probably like, why are you on a Sunday? Well, just in case you did not get my message Thursday, we have moved Insights with Latrice to Sunday. Um, Sunday at 7, same time, but just a different day. And instead of doing it Tuesday and Thursday, Sundays, and that actually initially was the plan, but then when Rona hit, that's when we decided, you know what, we need to do this twice a week, and let's let's talk to the people, and keep the people encouraged and inspired and motivated, so I think, um, you know, this is a good, good move, guys, Sunday 7, exactly, I think it's going to be good. So um, we got a lot to talk about. That's why I got these people here. So those that are listening, I have my two youngest daughters here. and We're going to talk. Plus, I want to talk about marriage. And we'll excuse them at that time because they don't know much about it. But, <laughs> but you know, we are going to get into dynamics of marriage. Um, I, I don't know it all. Trust me. However, I have been married almost 18 years in November and so we're going to get into the dynamics because I had a question um, given to me posed to me the other day and it was interesting because I think sometimes we think of submission as a dirty word and it really isn't but I think you have to understand the, the dynamics that you have within your marriage and that in itself you know, <clears throat> defines how you interact with your spouse. Um, excuse me. Hey, Keith, Mr. Keith, not Keith. No, no, no. I'm not crazy. Hi, Mr. Keith. Um, hey, Michael. So anyway, it's Sunday evening. What did y'all eat for dinner? You know, I'm all about it. For those of you, let me just explain for those of you who do not know me. Sunday after church, my mom cooked meals as if it was Thanksgiving. And I wish I said that I did the same thing. For the most part, I do. But I do miss it, like today. And so today, I think we had a little bit of everything. Pizza, pretzels, whatever. So, hey, Thomas. Um, so, what y'all eat? Who cooked and what y'all cooked? Because I think Sunday dinner is so important because that's when you come together, you hang out, you talk, you get ready for the week, all that good stuff. So I'm always, and I'm a foodie. I like to know. So tell me, humor me, give me that information. Also, make sure you're sharing, you're liking as you watch my episodes, my broadcasts, please, so that Facebook can know, look, Latrice is doing something. So make sure you're liking, you're loving, and you're also sharing. And follow me on um, Instagram as well as Twitter. And then I am also, where else am I, Leah? Facebook, of course. Of, but then you can course. find your Insights oh, with Latrice. YouTube. My episodes are on YouTube. And my podcast, if you just want to listen or if you want to recommend me, please. Uh, my podcast is on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Just download. I need uh, more downloads. So please do that for me. And I appreciate it. So for those of you, I don't know if you got to see two of my lives earlier today. We went to a Black Lives Matter rally. And um, my daughter, Leah, she'll come in and she'll talk more about it because she's her and you Naomi decided to uh, that we needed to go right so tell me why because I think you sent the information to Leah tell me why was this important for you to go to a Black Lives Matter rally um, well, personally for me because I don't think posting is enough and I can only donate so much as a human so I actually wanted to take action because it's easy to say you know do something you know let's let's change things but to actually go and march and 
we stand in solidarity and really show that you are That's why. So when you listen to the different speakers, there was the mayor, there was the um, what was he, the sheriff um, of Parkville, the chief, the chief, the chief. Um, then there was residents from Risk Lane. Um, and other running to be represented and some representatives and stuff like that. What speaker impacted you the most and why? Um, I okay. But, um, that's fine. One of the ladies that wrote, she gave a story about an African American woman and she was married to a Caucasian man and they lived in Risk Lake. Yeah. Um, and she was on a tennis court or whatever, and they were playing tennis, but she needed to use the restroom. The only restroom nearby was the one at the um, her country pool. club. Yeah, at her country club. At the pool. Hear me. At her country club. Yeah, they live there. Listen, they live there. Yeah. Black woman, white hus white husband. Sorry, I got scoot over. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. So she needed to use the restroom, so she needed to go through the pool to get to it. And she didn't have her key card, which the lady that was talking said that she had forgotten her key card many, many a time. time. And the lady speaking was white, right? Okay, I just want to give that information so that they can know. <laughs> Sorry. It's insights with Latrice. I can talk. <laughs> and so, so, they, um, so she said she had forgotten her key card many a time and then people were just wondering. There's not a lot of people that find keys and stuff like that. Right? So she went there and she waited and waited and nobody would let her in. And they said she waited for a long time. Then she went back to her husband and told her husband that they wouldn't let her in. And her husband walked with her. And then as soon as they got there, they didn't have to wait. They could have opened the doors because she was white. And what she said that was so important to me is be a co-signer. And she said to use your white privilege, to use the privilege that you have, and open the doors for us black people that can't do it ourselves. Yeah. She said be a, that people are always asking, um, a lot of white people, and she said, yep, she said, be a co-signer. I thought that was good. Yeah, and be a co-signer and help us out, open those doors, hire us, hire people that don't look like you, hire people that don't think like you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I got. That's where you go. Okay, so that's what she got from Black Lives Matter rally. What about you? Yours was a little different because this one didn't want to go. Um, in fact, when we were all preparing, she kind of there. She broke down, and she was telling Daddy, "No, I don't want to go. You want to finish?" So I've seen, I've seen a lot of like of these things and events happening, and so I was just overwhelmed, and I didn't want to go. And so um, it was it was hard, like going, and I was nervous, but exactly. But when she said overwhelmed, she literally started crying. And so Olivier said, well, babe, what's wrong? And she mentioned that just watching everything and just everything that's happening, because another black man was shot in Atlanta a couple of days ago. And so it was it was a lot for her. And so she was scared. And so Olivier had to really assure her, right? And um and oh she's emotional now and that's okay because we cry on insights with Latrice but um had to assure that it was going to be okay that it was going to be peaceful and that when we did see the cops that it was okay and it ended up being a great experience um I was talking to a lot of the cops I could have gotten a ride but. I decided to walk in solidarity with everyone else. But uh, what's your emotion? Tell me why you're crying. Share that. So basically, it's just sad because people of my own kind are getting killed just by the color of their skin, and they're being judged by the color of their skin, which is really sad. But like I know I just have to trust God and believe that we'll be safe. And then I also know that all cops aren't bad. And so there are good ones. And so I just really need to trust in them. 
Absolutely. This this is this is not anything easy. This is not a trend. This is something that we live as a black family. And I would like to say that um, you know we've tried to definitely educate, but not not just educate in the sense of, you know, let's just protect ourselves, let's guard ourselves. We also have had to make sure we teach love, right? That we love everyone. And so for Amina to be so emotional right now, that just tells you we're tired. We're tired. Listen, we're tired. Um, but today gave you hope. It, it was a, an amazing experience. The energy, um, the what? The diversity. I'm telling you, we had um, mature people, white people that were in 70s and in their 80s that were walking. That's why I, I wouldn't ride with the cop because if they was walking, I needed to walk because <laughs> I was feeling some type of way. But I, listen, I almost slipped in and said, go ahead, give me a ride. But I didn't. Now, I will say on the way back, we did, us three did wait. And Leia and Olivier had to go get the truck and come get us. I will say that. I will admit to that. But um, but for those of you that are just joining in, hey, guys, um, my new cousin, um, Andrea. Hey, Marianne, my sister, Kaisha, Stacy, Christy, Kelly. Um, start this at the beginning where you can hear, hear them and hear and see her emotion. This isn't a trend for us. This, this is our life. This is what we're doing. And I have to use my platform to um, speak out on this. And it's not going to be just right now or just for the summer. This is, this is who I am. And, you know, I'm all about speaking my mind. And we're still going to talk about other topics because I'm going to talk about marriage. I'm going to get into marriage, I promise. But I wanted to share um, what the experience was. This baby was scared to go. And we educated her. We taught her. We taught her not all cups are bad and, and you know, all of that. And still her emotion was high. So you can only imagine. And so this actually did you good to be there. And of course, you know, I'm going to be talking to people. And um, what what's my friend's name? The sheriff? Chief. Chief. He was a chief. Christman. That, that's my dude right now, right? Now, listen, I connected on purpose because I need to make sure I'm in the, the at the table making decisions, influencing others. So it doesn't just stop. Hey, Chagall, it doesn't just stop today or, oh, we did our thing. No, 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 no. I'll be making those calls this week. I'll be connecting with the mayor. Um, see, here's the thing about Latrice. Don't ever introduce yourself. Don't ever connect to me because I'm, I'm looking at the big picture of things. So you know me. And you know my personality. So don't be laughing if you see me in the picture with the mayor talking about ching, ching. <laughs> because we got to make change and we got to be a change agent. And so I just want to share that real quick before we get into the topic of marriage and the dynamic of marriage. But let's do it. My white sisters and brothers keep fighting for us. Keep um, opening and helping doors open in areas and in positions that normally we can't get to be that change agent, be that person. It's not enough not to be racist. You got to do more than that. You got to get us into positions. You have to talk about us behind closed doors. When someone says something negative about the black race, you have to say, no, we're not doing that anymore. That's not what we're doing. What we're doing is love and unity. You have to be our voice when we're not around. You have to be our change agent. You have to reach, uh-oh, hold on. For those that are looking, reach out your hand and pull us in. And that's what we need to do. This is what we, we need to do. 
And the fact that you see these, our future, we've already planted this seed. So we play no games. What? No games. We play. Okay. Let you go because then I'm going to have Leah come. So I'm going to talk about marriage mm -hmm. and the dynamics of marriage, right? Mm -hmm. They think we're gross, which is a good thing, right? Because what I tell them all the time is if we fought and were mean and hateful, you wouldn't know what a healthy relationship is. And now you see how a man should treat his wife and how a wife should treat her husband. We're not perfect, listen. But I think that they see a healthy relationship. What give the people one thing you love about our relationship? Because I heard you say something today, and you said, uh, "Oh, my husband better." Uh, because I, I do believe that be able to like that's the story. What store was it? Hold on, Wendy. What? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, so listen, they be telling my business. <laughs> this is the problem. Okay, okay so we're at sister, and we all have sister. You know, my mom doesn't. My dad's sister, Gatorade, I think. And we went in, and we were trying to pay. My mom kept calling my dad, so don't worry about what I'm doing. And she's like, can you grab me a cup? And she's like, okay. He already bought her another drink, but then he went back and grabbed her cup. Then we were we were getting ready, you know. Then we get in the car. My dad had bought himself a drink. And she was like, are we sharing? Like, are we are we sharing that? And he was like, did you, did you want one? And then she was like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get you one. Then he's gonna go. And then she's like, no, I want M and M. And I said, no, I want M and M. And he still went and got her that. And so. I like the patience that you guys have with each other and the communication. Like, I need my husband to be patient with me because I feel like I'm going to be like you when I'm older. And listen, let me tell you the situation. Here's the thing about it, and you're right. It's, it's all about long suffering in a relationship. He knows I'm indecisive, he knows that I'm going to change from one food group to another. And meaning, I may go for sweets, and then I'm like, no, I want something vegetable, some vegetables. <laughs> and he just kindly just accepts. And so, so yeah, he was very patient. He had to go in, what, two more times for me? Because I decided, my mind said I wanted some more stuff. And he went and got it. And she was like, man, my husband better be like that. Okay, what else? Um, I like how you guys love each other because like in like most relationships like yes people love each other but then also like some people are just with them for a certain thing but I like how you actually like love each other and like yeah genuinely you guys genuinely love each other and like I like how um it's just not all about the money and you guys like have fun and it's Yes, you guys can be very embarrassing, but you guys are just like being really fun and you guys enjoy each other. That's cute. Mm -hmm. Listen, let me tell y'all something about being embarrassing. We are not embarrassing. It's not even embarrassing. It's just like, because here's the thing. Extra. Like, when we're around, like, why can't you do Like, you know. Like, for what? You always want to take pictures of him. Like, let me take pictures. He's my man. He's my father. Listen, what they see, yes, we love each other, but we like each other. Yes. That's the thing. We truly like, we are cool that's on true. each other, right? So that's what they see. All right, yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh -uh. See, this spot, this right here. Listen, start at the beginning because I want you to hear the raw emotion and the raw, um, just the raw, I mean, the raw emotion of my children when it came to the rally tonight or today, especially with my youngest who did not want to come, who did not, who 
tell you about this one. Amina, her best friend is white. And, you know, she loves this girl. And she's just trying to balance everything out. You know, does she love me? You know, is this going to be the end of our friendship? Just because there's so much divide. Um, her best friend comes from a good family. And I think, you know, obviously it's going to be a conversation that we have to have with the family. And I, I just think it's important because of where we're at. You know, um, we have to just make sure everyone's on the same page. I play no games with my children. And, um, and so anyone involved with my children will have to have a conversation with me. That's just the bottom line. That's, that's the least of it. But um, I told you, we're going back and forth, though. We, we talked about the Black Lives Rally, Black Lives Matter rally with the two youngest, um, then went into relationships because that's what we're really going to talk about in the end. But I just wanted you guys to hear it. Um, this is Leia. She will be our president. <laughs> how old do you have to be to be president? So how old are you right now? So we got what? How many more years to look? I, I didn't do addition very well. 19. Okay. So 19 years left um, before, you know, we get this in the White House. Well, hopefully not. But she'll be, and I'll be like this in the picture. I know they, the presidents do a picture by themselves, so I'm going to do this. I'm gonna be right You're here. Not going to the inauguration I am. Oh, oh, with a big hat, a a big old hat, maybe some feathers. I am, and I am. But anyway, how did you feel today about the Black Lives Matter rally? Um, I felt I had a lot of emotions. Okay. Um, I was very, I was first of all excited that I got to go because I prayed last night. I was like, God, I told. Oh my God, about it on Thursday. I don't know if you would have heard me, uh -huh. but I'm going to just ask you today. And I kind of, I'm not going to say manipulated myself into this. I was kind of like mad because it was like my aunt or something. Yeah. So um, I had a lot of emotions. <laughs> um, my emotions going in were, I just knew I I was happy. I was excited that I got to be a part of something because this is going to go down history. I'm a part of history. Like this is my especially Parkville, Missouri. Yes, if you know the history of Parkville, yeah. come on. I mean, it was a slave trade area. Yeah, like, listen. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. So this, it was necessary. Yes. And so, um, I didn't know how many people were gonna show. I didn't know what people were gonna look like that show. But when I got there, I was just like, wow, this is happening. Like this is what. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Angela Davis who I love and that's like my role model you can say and <laughs> and so knowing that she got to do this and now that I get to it's sad that I'm still having to do it but it's also powerful yeah. that I can do it. And if you look on my Facebook live, I interviewed a black man who was seventy years old, Reverend Jones, I believe was his name. And I said, How do you feel? Still fighting. And he said, you can't stop. So that told me, like we've been saying, this is not just this summer or because Rona got us in. This is every day pushing forward, making the necessary changes because it's not going to happen overnight. Let me just say hi. I see Aaron and Dante and hi, my cousin Dexter and Gail. Um, who else do I see? Sarah, Holly, Karen. So, I mean, not Karen, Miss Spears. That was a teacher. I play no games with disrespect, no more. I don't care how old I get. <laughs> if not, it, or Miss Karen. But um, anyway, so it was very emotional. Um, at one point, Olivier. We were chanting, I can't breathe. And he got so emotional. It, it was, yes, it was a movement. Yes, it was, um, it was amazing. Um, this is our lives. But this is our lives. And that's why 
for those of you that just joined, uh, please go back to the beginning of this. You're going to see the raw emotion of Amina. And those of you who don't really know Amina, Amina is very quiet to everyone unless you're her family. And Amina is the ball. But like she runs things. She plays no games. But to see her cry and not want to go because of the fear of the cops. And, and even though we tried to educate and talk to her about it and keep a balance on everything, right? She was so scared, but we were so glad she went um, because she got to see another side because her mom was going to get a ride with the cops because her mom was hot and tired. But I walked for the cause, but listen, it was hot. What? I'm not going to hell. Effort, okay? It, it was no, listen. But um, with that said, it was a beautiful, um, it was beautiful energy. But like we keep saying, and we can't reiterate it enough, it doesn't stop here. We need to continue to do more. We need to have these conversations. We need to educate. We need to. Yes, that history book that's been going around needs to be thrown away. I learned more. Yeah, no, I learned more about my history, I feel like, in this time than I've ever done at school. She said her history, not the history in the history book, because the history in the history book is a lie. Let me tell you why before you try and come at me. Because if we're going to talk about history, let's talk about all history. Let's talk about um, Omaha, um, Black Wall Street. Or Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street. Let's talk about the black inventors. Let's talk about. Let's go way back. Come on. And talk about colonization and the race for Africa. Because when you're part of it, Africa, and how in the Congo it caused a genocide, actually. Let's talk about that before we even move to that. Yes. And Stacy said, yes, there is still a sign in Parkville that welcomes people to where there's a slave trading on the River Park area. And they talked about all of that. And, you know, it's crazy that that is still there. And and even like these statues, and I know it's the aesthetic that we really, I mean, yes, that's good, but we really need to change hands, money, right? Um, Stacy said um, about moving the your money. Here's the thing. And Olivier, if I can get him back on here, he does he does so well, but he doesn't like to um, be on here. But economically, we got to change hands. We got to change hands, the financial hands. That that also that's going to take care of a lot. And then also we also come on your mentality. But what do you mean by that? Um, Malcolm X, at first, before he went um, to church in the Middle East, I don't know exactly where he went, but he wanted to have a white economy and a black economy. Okay. And my belief is that the black economy wouldn't thrive because of our mentality. Okay. Poverty, my best support said poverty is a mentality, and I wouldn't say we have a poverty mentality, but we because do of what we, because well, of we, everything we've been through, yeah. what we've been taught, there's always been, first of all, competition between the black community. But then also the mentality that you can't make it. Like once you make it, you spend all your money. Or yeah. we don't know how to manage money very well. Or we don't that. we don't support each other. Yes, that's also a thing. We don't support each other. Um, we go where it's easy. And like um we can't do that. once, once we start hitting people's pocketbooks, they have to listen. Because it's all about money. A lot of it is about money. Wouldn't you agree? So we gotta educate ourselves. We gotta do things. Yes, march. Yes, um, get in position. But financially, we gotta make some changes. And I know that we've been talking about just because we're foodies in our house. Yes, we are. And I want to know what you ate for dinner today. But we've even looked at what are some black-owned restaurants that we can start going to and supporting. Simple things like that. That mighty dollar 
is mighty. And so we, we got to be very mindful. Yes, and we've got to be strategic in all of this. And um, today, it was beautiful. It was amazing, but it's still not enough. It's We still got to keep going. We still got to keep moving. But um, we're going to switch over now to the topic at hand, which is relationships. <laughs> and are you married? You got a boyfriend? <laughs> Why won't you get a boyfriend? And and I'm glad she's honest because there was a point she did have a little boyfriend and we were like, no. And she came and she was honest with us and she said she broke up one because she said that she didn't want to be dishonest. And two, she realized why we, she couldn't have a boyfriend. The emotional part. It's just too much. And for me in general right now, like, I can be doing, I can be keeping my time for so many other people. Plus, it's hard to find someone who's on the same level as me. Okay. And so. What level are you on? I'm on a legend. Legend. I'm to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Is that good? If you want it to be. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so what is one thing that you like about Tina Gale? <laughs> I know you think we're gross. I one thing I like about her, I like how authentic you guys are in your relationship. Like, like you guys have no problem sharing the ups and downs because you know everybody goes through it. But you guys really you can tell it's like true love and it's true rich loving. And so that's that's It does exist, and it can be good, and it doesn't have to like feel forced. But it's real authentic. And speaking of that, I'm going to take you here with me, Tammy, because you said um, it's authentic, and I think that part of a, part of it being authentic is the fact that we had to learn each other's dynamics. You know, um, a lot of times we get people. Um, that want to tell us this is how you should be and this is how you should be. And so then you mirror after this couple and then you mirror after this couple and it just doesn't work. And it's because you are not that couple, right? You may have similarities, but I am not like this is so-and-so. And so a lot of times we would bump our heads because we would say, okay, well, you should be like this person and you should be like this person. And um, and then it just should work because theirs works. And that didn't work for many years. And we were bumping our heads and um, it was not good. We were arguing a whole lot. And it's not necessary because I'm like, if I'm married to you, why are we arguing? I picked you. So that means I picked good. You picked me. That means you picked good. So we should be hanging out kicking. And once Olivia and I decided that we did not care what other people thought, um, we were going to work on our dynamics, what fit us and what worked for us. And um, and that is how we have gotten, that, that is what we created in our marriage. And that's why I think it's good. And unity is attractive. Unity, people are attracted to unity. And that's one thing. Olivia and I protect is our unity in our marriage. And even that doesn't mean we don't disagree. That doesn't mean we don't have um, strong conversations, aka arguments. But I think now what we do, first of all, we've had to realize we're on the same team. What? They get mad at us because we're united front. Or they'll text one of us because you know they played that in the game, and I'll say, "Did you? Why don't you text Dad and I together?" Oh, United Front, right? Because you're trying to overstep the other one. But I think that that's been the biggest thing we've guarded and protected our unity, 
and um, and then we accepted each other. We're not trying to change each other. And once we started adjusting that behavior, that took our marriage to a whole nother dynamic. Um, to there's just things that Olivier may never change, and vice versa. Uh, here, here's the thing, you know, everyone look at Olivier, and I call him baby Jesus from the Congo, and he's patient, long-suffering, kind, sweet, understanding, just deep, just peaceful, and then you got his wife, who's wild, loud, talk a lot, will give you a piece of her mind if she hasn't prayed that good that day, um, who's a mama bear, um, but loves God, knows the word, prays constantly. They tell me I pray so much that Jesus be like, we're done talking today. <laughs> but my point is, my husband doesn't try and change. And I know I can be too much for some men. Um, I can be aggressive. And my husband can handle it. And for me, you know, women always think, because, you know, Olivier's so boom, boom. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, doesn't he intimidate you? No, absolutely not. But I respect and honor him, right? So let's get on this thing on submission. Because um, I was talking, uh, my husband and I were talking, and someone was in the room. And he said something kind of off the wall. Well, I responded off the wall. You know, toe to toe, I can be petty. Huh? <laughs> I, I have a house in Pettyville. And sometimes I do go to it. I try not to, but I will if I need to. And so once I went, you know, went toe to toe with my wonderful husband, the person was like, well, um, aren't you supposed to be submitted? Huh? What, what does that have to do with anything? Right now, we're both being flustered, <laughs> you know. And I said, well, what is submission to you? Well, you just do what he says. And I think sometimes that's why submission seems like a dirty word. I submit to my husband, right? I submit that he is the leader, right? But I think you also have to find what's important is that he submits to me. And we honor one another. And we honor each other's roles. And we know that there's some things that I'm stronger at. There's some things he's stronger at. And we use each other's strengths make a dynamic um, couple. And so I don't think you have to be just this yes woman and okay, and not have an opinion. That is not why he was attracted to me. That's not why he married me. Olivier loves that I challenge him. He knows that me challenging him sometimes will push him to the next level. You know, me challenging him keeps him accountable. You know, Olivier challenges me. And sometimes, like earlier today, I said I wasn't going to do a particular project. And he said, oh, no. Oh, we're doing it. Oh, you will do it. And you will succeed. So I think that you have to really, really find out you and yourself is dynamic. Now, you can look at other couples and take things off of other couples and admire other couples. But I think if you try and do exactly what some couples are doing, you're really going to find yourself in a bind, and it's not going to work because you are not that couple. You have to find your dynamic in your marriage and what works for you guys. And it means conversation. It means not trying to change the other person, but grow together. And that's the thing Olivia and I are doing. We, we don't try and change each other, but we do. Um, we are learning to grow. We're learning to um, respect each other to a greater measure, our gifts. And then the things that are not as strong, we don't attack each other. 
We don't kind of make each other feel bad. We just like, okay, this is just part of it. But look at all the great things. You know, my husband, um, man, he um, he he doesn't clean around the house. You know, he can clean, and he when he does clean, that boy can clean. But you'll be clean. I'm just gonna look at y'all. And those that are listening, the silent team, no, he doesn't. And I used to, back in the day, get frustrated. But then I'm like, I'm tripping. This is my strength because I love to clean. I like to have a clean house. So why am I tripping if this is my strength? But look at all the other great things he did. I mean, you heard the conversation Naomi just had. He went back to the store three times for me because I couldn't make up my mind. What man is going to be that patient and not fuss or be agitated or just say no? You know, what man is always looking out for us, no matter if he works a 15, 16-hour day, he comes and gives us his all. He's always trying to make time for each other. What man, when we all text him because we are all on our cycle at the same time and say, you better not come home without some chocolate. And here's a list. What man's going to do that besides our man? And so I appreciate that. And um, and so you just have to learn to grow. But protect and guard your unity. Protect and guard who you and your spouse is. And don't let anyone tell you different. You and your husband, you and your wife define your relationship. That is what's important. Don't let other people define it. Don't let other people um, think it as the mister just walked in. Um, I got goosebumps. Oh. Um, don't let anyone else define it for you. Um, yes, I believe in it. You know I believe in counseling and therapy. If you need help, there's nothing wrong. Olivia has been to counseling. I have been to therapy. Um, to work on the relationship. There was a time early in our marriage where we couldn't get it together and we were fighting each other in terms of we were trying to change each other. Never do that. Don't do that. You fell in love with that person and you knew exactly exactly what that person was about. Now you just gotta work with it. You chose them. You chose her. And I think when you understand the one thing Olivia and I settled was we ain't we ain't going nowhere and I said and that's the thing we can get off the table. We're not going anywhere. And so why not just continue to work? Why not live in unity and harmony? Why not have fun? In fact I'm getting ready to get off this podcast Facebook Live now because he just left and went upstairs and I'm getting ready to follow him. If anyone would like to come pick my sisters and I up <laughs> You don't ask for milk, you just ask for food. <laughs> but no, seriously, the dynamic, you define it with your spouse. And that means communication. Talk it out. Um, never attack each other because of shortcomings. You never want to attack someone that you love. You never want to do that. You want to love them to change. You know, some of the things that my husband's changed on, because I just love them through it. That's all. Nothing more than that. And so just a, a little hint, hint, women. But um, enjoy your marriage. Find, go back to why you were married. I think every marriage should be fun. We should be kicking it. We should be fine. Olivia and I, they get, they be mad at me because me and him are text all day and they haven't heard from dad. Yes. And I'm FaceTime. <laughs> and, you know, because he wants to talk to me, I want to talk to him. And we're just ready and excited. And then I'm like, hurry up and get home. And then we want to go in the room and just talk. And they're not. <laughs> he means that daddy loves me. Yes, and he does. And I step back. But, um, so, anyway, that's really it. That was the dynamic that I wanted to talk about in marriage. But marriage is good. Marriage is still wonderful and fun. 
Um, you just have to create that. And I actually did a post a couple of days ago. You can't just wish for a good marriage. You can't just pray for a good marriage. You have to create that. Now, yeah, prayer goes along with creating it. But what are you doing to create that? How are you understanding yourself? How are you finding time to connect and um, and make your changes? You know, every time I pull um, God on Olivier, you know, I'm in prayer like, oh my gosh, he's so good. Um, I always realized that there was things that I needed to change. That's right. <laughs> you hear me? So that's right. And those adjustments that I made in my life just actually created a beautiful love story for him and I. And as I was adjusting and changing, he was adjusting and changing. And I think the biggest thing is the foundation that we have, and that is the Word of God. We stand on the Word of God, and, um, and that's what we believe, and that's what keeps us and guides us. Um, and it makes us have this good relationship. And he's my dude, my friend. So anyway, so as you see, every Sunday, Insights with Latrice at 7, once a week now, instead of two days a week. Please make sure you come back on next week. Um, my insight I would give you um, before I close, I'll give you two insights since I talked about two topics today. The first insight would be, um, I'll just echo everything I said earlier. Make sure you continue to fight. White sisters and brothers, continue to fight um, in the boardrooms, in the homes, in the schools, wherever you are, wherever your platform is, continue to fight. And um, and this isn't going to be a trend. And don't allow it to be a trend. This is every day. This is everyday life from here on out. We got to stop this killing. We got to stop this hatred. We got to stop this bias beliefs um, of our black sisters and brothers. And so continue to fight. Continue to stand in unity with each other, regardless of, of race. And then the last insight would just be on marriage. Enjoy it. Find out or remind yourself why you married that person in the first place. And get back there. Whatever there is, do that. Your marriage is worth it. Your marriage is worth fighting for. You fell in love with her. You fell in love with him for a reason. Now get back to that place. And if that means going to therapy, if that means taking classes, um, Olivia and I do things on purpose to create a good marriage. And so we are not, we do things. So it's not like, oh, this is just a good marriage. And no, we work hard every day on our marriage. We work hard. We communicate. You know, Olivier, people are surprised. He is, um, he's not a communicator, even though he's a great teacher, a great minister of the gospel great coach, great um, supervisor, but he doesn't um, communicate a lot unless I kind of say, hey, but um, we communicate. Um, we do things on pur purpose. We do activities on purpose. Another day, I came home to um, dinner on my deck, which was awesome. Little things like that. Right, that are just so beautiful, and do things on purpose to continue to grow and water, water your marriage. It's important, and you know my biggest thing: have a lot of sex. And I know y'all like what? I'm telling you because that's an area that only you and him, or you and her, share. No one else can be a part of that, and that is so important. Women, and I'm getting ready to go, but don't look at sex as a duty like I just got to do my wife to do. No, this should be a privilege, honor, and it should be something you want so you can release some stress. 
and it should be enjoyable. And if it's not, then you have to look and find out why. Because it's normal to have sex all the time with your spouse. That's a normal thing in a relationship. And so you got to find out why. What is it? Did something happen? And that's okay. But just get to the root of it so that you can heal and not prevent that from, um, you know, taking place in your marriage. Because, like I said, only you and your spouse can do that. And and so a lot of sex is why we both are smiling all the time. Lots of it. All right, guys. Well, until next time. <laughs> I will see you next Sunday. Same time, same place. Let's do it. Insights with Latrice. Follow me again on YouTube. Um, we post it on YouTube as well as where else do we post it? On, po- on the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, you can also email me if you have a question or you want to do a topic, Latrice at latricekabuya.com. Um, Monday mornings, Olivia and I are on 1590, um, and we do Motivational Mondays. So listen in. We also send out the transcript of what we say on Monday mornings. If you want to do that, you can sign up and get that sent to you via email. I think that's it. Is that mm-hmm. all? All right. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for watching. Please share this because, yes, we talked about relationships, but I think it's important that um, we talked about, again, something that is very strong that's happening right now, um, the Black Lives Matter rally that we went to, and to hear young people, I think we always need to listen, and um, they should have a voice in what's going on, um, because they are our future, so until next time, God bless, thank you.